Hi, I'm Mimi Ellison, host of the podcast, The Art of Leadership. This podcast focuses on skills that are difficult to measure, but are critical for every job, every role you've ever been a part of. For years, they've been known as soft skills, implying that they're optional, a want to have rather than a need to have. Today, many years since the 1970s, when soft skills first became a thing, the name of these skills still varies. Some people call them real skills, people skills, interpersonal skills, social skills, human skills, and I could go on. So whatever we want to call these skills, what we know about them is that they bring the point of being human to the forefront of reminding us that behind every great system or project are great relationships. So with all that being said, the skill of being a launchpad leader is the topic for today. And a portion of this podcast is a conversation that I had on a podcast in 2020. Oh, and and before we dive in today to this episode, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and ring the notification bell so you'll never miss out on the latest content, even when it's taking us back three years to refresh our memories on a leadership skill that is still top of mind. I'm looking forward to replaying this conversation on launchpad leadership. But first of all, what does being a launchpad leader even mean? I mean, are we talking rocket science or are we talking leadership? Who is a launchpad leader? Well, to me, this is a leader who's committed to knowing people in their company, their team, their sphere of influence, and helping them to explore and advance or launch the skills that they already have an aptitude for. What does a launchpad leader do? A launchpad leader sets expectations of those they are considering stepping out onto a launchpad, confirming the commitment with them of the required time and energy and, and the vulnerability of sharing hopes and dreams, of giving of themselves and of bringing a willingness to add value to themselves and to others. To be involved in a launchpad process is no small thing. It's life-changing for many. It's It's transformational. And this is not just about advancing a career, but rather understanding that there is an acceleration of an individual's growth experience through the highest level of intentionality. So why dive back into the vault? Well, several things have been on my mind recently, and I want to share them with you. First, reading from Seth Godin's book, his latest book called The Song of Significance, where he boldly makes the statement turnover is okay. Secondly, I recently posted a new free three-day challenge called the New Angle Perspective. And as is not uncommon, I probably learn more than those who take the challenge. You know, there's a transformation that occurs within me when I take time to write down practical steps for a leadership skill, such as the pursuit of a new perspective or a new angle perspective. Because right after I wrote the challenge, I had the opportunity to use it myself. It was definitely a kind of a physician heal yourself experience. Anyway, this idea of being a launchpad came back to me in full force. And then third, I had the opportunity to hear a keynote speaker discussing the impact of turnover and sharing of teams where there was 100% turnover every five years. So is turnover okay or is it not okay? Is this an entry-level job? Or are the people gaining skills and then moving to better jobs? Or is this a job where the leadership is setting up an environment that people can tolerate for no more than five years? I couldn't ask those questions, but the leader shared concerns of what was happening on this team with this 100% turnover rate. 
Or how about the much disputed reporting of Amazon's 150% annual turnover? This made me ask myself the question, if this level of turnover is reality, is it okay or is it not okay? In full disclosure, in past years, as I listened to the goals and the dreams of the people whose teams I led, I understood that if I was doing my job well, I should anticipate a high turnover. And sometimes the timing was tough, but I chose to buy into the celebration that I was a small part of someone else's journey to significance. So what about you? If turnover is a reality, is this a good thing or a bad thing? What's your perspective? How would it serve you well to say, turnover is okay? Obviously, there's no one clear response. So let's jump back into my conversation with Kelly Ellison as she shares the reality of her choices to be a Launchpad leader. Kelly, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about this idea of being a Launchpad leader. I know that you have put time and energy not only into thinking about this, but also in living out this concept in a very practical way. Would you share some of the benefits or some of the positives that you've seen as you have chosen to really stand up as a, as a launchpad leader. Absolutely. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share. I think one of the advantages is that from the beginning of entry into your organization, when the idea of being a launchpad for leadership is a principle and practice, it sets a standard for growth and being growth-minded for your employees and your staff and your team. And so that is helpful because it just helps the conversation. It begins having people uh, have ideas and thoughts about where they want to go in growth, how our organization can partner with them, what our growth paths look like. And so it helps us to convey to them that this is a part of our partnership as they work with us. Another way is that it also helps guide our hiring at various levels because we look at individuals that we want to hire based on our own principles and practice. You know, are these ideas and concepts part of their life? And so when we are hiring and when we're interviewing, especially for leadership roles, one of the questions that we ask is, how are you launching yourself? That's, that's such an interesting idea that you begin at the, at the very start in the interviewing process to talk about this idea of launching. And when I think of leaders uh, launching, and, and I'd like to hear your ideas on this because you're talking about people that you're hiring in a wide variety of positions, that right. you're saying that within every position, there is the potential for launching. So one of the ways that our team has done a great job of inputting or implementing this into our business is what we call our rhythm. So it's in, it's in the rhythms of our business. So at six, at the 60 day mark, whenever we hire a new team member, and if the, if they've had a lot of leadership experience, but they're transitioning or just adapting to our culture, we have a 60 day checkpoint. And one of the questions in that checkpoint from our leaders to our team member is this idea of leadership growth how do you want to grow yourself or how are you growing? Do you have goals? And so right from that 60 day mark, we start this conversation about being launched into the next either 
level or the next, oh, I get to learn something new in operations. Here's some of my goals. I want to be launched to learn how to work in the kitchen or I want to be launched to learn marketing. And, and so it helps us because very early on, we start to get a heartbeat of people's interests and they can be on our radar. For instance, I just hired someone this summer who has a phenomenal resume and was sharing that one of her goals would be able to do more in social media marketing. And so she's on my radar in the upcoming year to start exposing her to that in our business to help launch her towards some of her goals. And so as for, with this example, as you launch someone, how, how have you addressed the idea that her goal might not fit in your organization? There might not be, once she's gained the experience from you, she might not fit in your organization. And how does that work in terms of being a launchpad? Because so far we've talked about launching within the organization. Well, I would say that that's what happens a majority of the time because we don't have a plethora of, in this example, you know, social media positions. We have one. And so what happens is that we agree usually to partner with them, to give them exposure and experience. We try to connect them with the individuals within our organization that are doing that or people outside through our contacts and connections. And as their character grows and their exposure to leadership grows, they add value to another member of the community because they've had, um, you know, the training. So actually I feel like that that is what happens a majority of the time, which is one of the challenges with committing to be a launchpad is that, you know, people are going to leave your organization. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about the positives and we've talked about, you know, you start from, from the beginning when you're interviewing people because you want so much to hear their heartbeat. I love you saying that, that, that you want to know them from the beginning. And then for those who really want to move forward, there's every chance that they're going to leave your organization, which was what happens with launching, right? You don't sit on right. the launch pad for forever. Right. <laughs> so talk a little bit about some of the opportunities that come with that. Yes. And there are so many opportunities, but I think when you commit to having this mindset or this principle and practice, as we call it in your organization, the best part even though there are opportunities and challenges is that we get to speak life over people and we get to be in some part of the process of seeing their dreams goal. You get the opportunity to be a part of speaking life over them and introducing them to hope, which is one of my absolute favorite parts of our role. And so even with that comes, yes, that people are going to leave your organization. And the reality is that you're going to lose great leaders at some point you train them and a percentage of them leave and go impact another area of life. But for us, we've committed that that investment in people is, is worth some of the emotional toll that we're going to have to take or the operational toll that w- that's going to affect our business. And so that's one of the areas that I think for me personally is where I'm going to continue to grow or it's an opportunity of challenge is that it is, there is an emotional aspect that's hard when you've invested in people and, and you know that they're going to be transitioning, especially in the pace of our business in particular. I was just having a conversation with the leader this week and was laying out some of their goals. And I was anticipating that this would probably be a two year goal endpoint. And they just said, wow, just two years just seems so long. 
you know, I was really thinking one year. And I think that leads to the next challenge is conveying the timeline of growth so that leaders will stay in the launch pad long enough to truly learn and become effective leaders and also benefit your business. And, and so I'll just say that again, where they stay on the launch pad long enough to truly learn to become effective leaders and benefit your business. Yeah, there's that balance of their learning and then they're bringing the, the benefit to the business. I know in research that I've read, the first six months you're in any new job, you're not bringing benefit to the business. You're really bringing benefit to yourself as you learn new skills and as you get oriented. And then at the six month mark is when you really start to get into the groove of, of adding value back to the business. You know, Kelly, I was talking to a young leader actually yesterday morning who was saying that he views this as a part of our microwave society that we want to put stuff in the microwave, maybe not even know what the ingredients are, turn it on for a minute, take it back out and chew on it. Not really thinking through, wait a minute, is this what I want to eat? So transfer it to what you're saying. If we want to move quickly through developing leaders, we're not even sure what's going to come out at the other end. And it just, right. time is just essential in this, yeah. in this idea of, of truly launching some, someone where there's value added. Absolutely. And I think that's probably one of the third opportunities or challenges that we navigate. And that's that as the leaders, you have to learn to not carry the weight of a leader's development. I tell our leaders, I can't be more invested in your growth than you are. And, but I'll be right there, ready to jump in as soon as you take the next hurdle. <laughs> but I, uh, we love people and we want to be a catalyst in their life for them, like I mentioned earlier, to encounter growth and hope and pursue opportunities. But the personal challenge is to create this time. And again, it goes back to the time that you were just saying where leaders are hungry enough to launch, but humble enough to learn. And then for us adding while they are still operating, you know, areas of your business, that, that definitely is one of the growing pains that we encounter. So hungry and humble. Those are, those are two powerful uh, words to put right next to each other. And you know, what, what I've heard from you as you've talked about opportunities is that you see the opportunities are not just with those that you're launching. You've been really transparent in saying, I have opportunities as well. And that, that both, it's, it's a growth experience for everyone. Any closing thoughts you have? I would just say that you need to bet on leaders and bet on hope. And part of the way that you incorporate hope and being a life giver into your organization is adapting this idea that you're a launch pad. And whether you're launching them through your own growth path in your own organization or you're launching them into a community organization, you're still impacting the greater good and the bigger picture. And so it's worth the risk. Thanks so much, Kelly, for, for having this conversation with me. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Hey, you too. The reality is that leaders always leave. And as you listen to this idea of a skill being developed to become a launchpad leader, do you wonder how such a leader can embrace this reality and continue to lift up a team member's departure beyond the gravity that exists, beyond the emotional labor that exists with each departure? 
If you want to pursue being a launchpad leader, it's important to know that there is a higher calling involved and an ability to see the bigger picture. From my interactions with Kelly, I know that the everyday business she supports is successful. But after our discussion today, you can also identify that the vision of this launchpad leader is neither inside the box thinking or outside the box thinking. Launchpad leaders are those who think beyond the box. Launchpad leaders are aware that good leaders support the growth of others at work, while great leaders influence the lives of those they work with. I'd love to connect with you as you grow your own leadership skills. I can help you. And you can find me at ninaellison.com. There are contact forms there as well as places to book a call. And while you're there, check out the Healthy Leadership Academy, where I'm sharing topics like this for emerging leaders. In fact, the free three-day challenge I mentioned is there at the Healthy Leadership Academy, and it's, it's ready for you. And thanks again for joining The Art of Leadership.